Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Reichert, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning to you and welcome to another Coffee Club. I hope you're doing well on this. What is it? The 13th of September. Always remember this date. This was my late sister's birthday and she always used to make a big deal of her birthday. So it was her birthday. May she rest in peace. We always used to celebrate her birthday on September 13th. So that's not an unlucky number to me at all. want to say also wish a happy birthday to Gina Miller. She, one of the longtime Coffee Club listeners and listener on Saturday, her birthday was on Monday the 11th. Can you only imagine? So anyway, that's kind of what's going on. Not too much has been going on here except we've been working on our streams or not stream our our humanware not humanware um hymns reader and making radio station work 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 
getting all kinds of things, listening to NFL games again and Major League Baseball and doing all kinds of things. But that's for a future show when we do a demo on that. Um, One of the things we got for those was an SD card. I can't imagine you could put a terabyte of space on one SD card for 30 bucks. So, my, oh, my, oh, my. It's a lot of talking books. But with that package, we also got, oh, my. And that's going to lead into today's going to lead into today's topic, too. Um, your biggest calamity or screw up in the kitchen. And I want you to be honest or at home if you want to broaden the scope. So please be honest because when we're honest, we have more fun. So we've all done screw ups. Well, Jenny and I trying to put together, we thought we had a popcorn popper, but it turns out to be a smaller version of a popcorn machine. And this thing has two plugs on it, one for the outside and an inside plug that is attached to like a little basket where you put your oil and your um, popcorn. And then it had a rod, but we couldn't figure out where that went. So, but we tried our first batch and it came out relatively well. And the other thing we did this week was watch the Apple event. So if you have any questions about that, we'll try to answer them the best we can. So if you're in the market for a new iPhone or want to know about the, you know, the new iPhone or the new Apple Watches, we'll talk about that a little bit, too. So, Jennifer, I'll turn it over to you. Well, <laughs> this popcorn machine is something else. It looks like like a miniature oven. And, well, when you... The popcorn, I think probably it didn't come with it, but I think probably we're supposed to put a bowl inside there to catch the popcorn because when you... <laughs> because it flies all over the place inside this machine. So when you open the door, you got to be careful to keep popcorn from escaping. But anyway... <laughs> No, it there's no good popcorn. There's no room for a bowl, so in the bottom there is not that much room. That's your thinking. I don't believe that one. I don't believe there's. Well, I, it could even be upside down. The, the way that thing's made, though, there's there's something not quite right. Where'd you buy this thing? Did you buy it on Amazon, guys? Yeah, yeah, it's directly from China. So lots of luck. But it's got it's got little places in there that that it looks like something's supposed to attach to it. So and this other piece that we couldn't figure out what what you were supposed to do with that. But anyway, it but it looks like it goes in there some way because it's got things on it to attach it. But beats me. And of course, the instructions we probably wouldn't understand them if we read them because half of them are probably in some other language, but anyway, we'll figure it out. It made good popcorn. It made fairly good popcorn. Um, It did it fast, too. Didn't know the exact mixture, but we was afraid something was going to blow up. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't a good sight, but hey, we had fun. 
But go ahead, Jenny. <laughs> but other than that, it's just been, I've been looking for different ways to do shipping and pay postage and Maybe I'm bound one. We'll see. She put me on an assignment, said, find me a new way to ship because stamps.com became totally inaccessible. So no screen reader would work with it and nothing would work. So she said, solve the problem. That's your job. So <laughs> we gave her some suggestions and we tried out a few things and it's kind of a thing all you want to do is just do envelopes and print postage well you know who knows all of them are way more most of them are way more complicated than i need to be but anyway but that's what's been going on around here and we've just been trying to stay cool are you yeah it's been 90 to 95 every day are you reading your still reading your books i noticed your book club you just keep getting more and more callers and listeners. Oh, it's growing and growing, and and it's always nice to see new people and and the same and people that are returning. And I see one of our friends is with us this morning. So but. that that's a good thing. We we appreciate that. And I've got for one of your friends. I finally got that link she wanted. So. After the show, I'll twinkle it over to her folder so she'll have the link to the legend. So, uh, let's send it over to Jeff. Oh, thanks, Bill. It's really been a quiet week this week so far. Everything is good here. I'm not looking forward to. I'm looking forward to going to New York next week, but I'm not looking forward to having a tooth extracted at the end of the week. But hey, it's got to get done. Everything is good here. It's cooler than it has been. I like the warm weather. I know you guys. Some of you guys like the cool weather, but hey, can't change the weather. Can change the can change the radio station. Can change the TV station, but you can't change the weather. For those who have Spectrum cable television service from Charter, uh, Disney the Disney channels that they that they took away are are back. Well. Let's question that. They're back, but some of them are coming back. Um, FX, FX, I'm sorry, FXX, FXM, which is Fox Movies, National Geographic Wild, Angeo Wild uh, in Spanish, Baby TV, Disney Junior, and Disney XD are not coming back. And um, so I think we kind of got screwed in this kind of deal because, uh, well, at least for me, I happen to like to watch Natural Nash- Wild. So, but hey. That's why I'm probably going to get rid of the cable if I can do so. So, as I talked to Bill about this off off air, if I can find a, if I can find a way to get that channel that I always watch, then I'll get definitely get rid of the cable. But if I can't get rid of that, if I can't get that channel, I got to do something. So, uh, well, unfortunately, Ed, every channel I want in the Albany, New York area comes in except one channel, channel, channel thirteen. But but you bought the cheapest antenna you could get. Yeah, I bought. Well, it came with. It was a deal when you bought the TV set. It was one of these flat antennas you put on the window or whatever. So yeah, I can definitely buy a better antenna. So maybe we'll do that, and maybe that'll fix the problem, Bill. You're right maybe, about that. Maybe. Yeah. Download that app, News On. Now you I have it. To, I was gonna say because you wouldn't be able to watch like TV shows, but you could watch the you know the news from that channel. That's true, and I have it on my phone. I have it on my phone, and I also have, well, I have it on my phone. And we did a review of that years ago. We on, did on, a review of on All Things Radio. Of news on, and it's not a bad app, is it? It's no, not uh, a bad app. It, it's it not does a work. Bad app, and it works. 
You've oh, got yeah, a couple see. other ones, too. There's this, News On, and then this, there's one called Local News or something like that. Then there's one called VUIT View It. Um, I haven't played with that in a while, but I know that I used to watch. I used to look at that app at one time. And, and yeah, so there are a few apps, so we'll 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 figure it out. Over to you, Bill. All right, speaking of Ed, let's see what Ed's out hanging out there with the cats in the garden or whatever Ed's doing. Well, I don't have cats in the garden because we just got a new neighbor and she's got a uh, a dog, so oh. <laughs> um, cute dog too. Uh, nothing too much has been going on. Uh, just uh, not really doing too much. I'll tell you my kitchen catastrophe. I I did have one kind of bad one, but um, it, other than that, though, haven't had too many kitchen catastrophes, but nothing involving you know, I, I didn't have anything like fires or anything, so that's that's a good thing. But yeah, not much has been going on this week, so um, I guess I'll turn it back to you and then I'll tell you my kitchen yeah. catastrophe later. <laughs> and we do towards the end, we have Chris going to do a mini demo of an app and her recipe. So it'll be about a six-minute segment. So if you've been missing Chris, you're going to get a little bit of a Chris fix here a little bit later on during the show. Let's see. Let's go to the man himself, the one that rules between 10 Central and 12 Central AM every day. Two hours, he rules on the legend. <laughs> so go ahead, Tim. Oh, all of that for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Who is I'm talking about Randy? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, good morning, everyone. So, well, I know Jeff wouldn't appreciate it, but it's nice and cool here. We're down to 43 degrees. Ooh, yuck. And uh, I love it. <laughs> and uh, I suppose get up to 68. Now, that's, I, that's my kind of weather. But anyway... Um, looking forward to my countdown tomorrow night from 1964. Should be a fun one. And uh, I get a lot of comments on how do you choose the countdown and things like that. And people, usually when I do a countdown, someone says, why don't you do one from this week? (laughs) And uh, never... uh, quite satisfy all the people but especially when you're covering a whole gamut from 1955 to 1985 but uh, anyway uh, that's what we're doing tomorrow is 1964 and otherwise things are going pretty good here Uh, twins are doing pretty well they finally beat Tampa Bay yesterday. They they hadn't won a game against them this year yet. But they did. They call them the Twinkies sometimes, the Twins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Twinkies, Hostess just got sold. But <laughs> yeah, and you know, and, and you the know bought them. The Smuckers bought them. Smuckers, yep. <laughs> With a name like Smuckers. Is there Twinkies now? Uh, I don't know. Twinkies. Yeah, Peanut it has to be good. Twinkies, yeah. So you know it has to be good. So 
that's our story and we're sticking to it so we'll get to that panel question too when you call in um, what's the worst thing that's happened to you in the kitchen yeah I want my Drake's cakes I like the yodels and the devil dogs and the Yankee doodles there you go All right. start with the hands Jeff all right. Well, our first hand up in the air is, uh, and we don't have we won't have to lay, make him wait too long. Is Joe Sorensen? Oh, just no, there you go, Joe. Okay. Good morning. Video on here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Sixty-two degrees. Talking about sun and thunderstorms today. What a combination up to seventy-six. But we're done with a hundred and three. Anyway, on Friday on CBS, we enjoyed audio described Star Trek. And I guess they're going to be doing some other stuff this 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 fall with that. They got to have something something new to do with the actors and writers strike. So anyway, rolling in here. Here's Ellen. Good morning, everybody, and uh, we're doing pretty good here. Just you know the usual stuff, and it's cloudy right now. Now that now that things are starting to light up around here but eh, we'll see what kind of if we're going to get any, get any more rain yesterday we got a bunch of rain which is beneficial we really needed the rain because uh, you know it's just been so dry our the rio grande river is well it needs water but eh, we'll see how that goes Ellen, you could have had the rain we had last week here in upstate New York. I will take it. You're done talking. We'll so take it. Your ad today, second. We'll, hey, yeah, we'll definitely like take you're it. You're done talking, so we'll lower your ad in five seconds. I'll be quiet. Hey, Joe. Yes. It looks huh? like you're done. Are you uh, kind of chilling? Is it cool there? It 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 it, it, like it, it, it is talking. it is nice nice and cool. I was, I was just wondering because you're sporting a jacket this morning. That's why I was wondering. Yes, I, I see what happened. You got a jacket with an orange shirt on. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the description. Where people that that's okay. It, it actually reminds me. I used to do five to seven in the morning, early morning at KMOJ Radio. I, I was a gospel announcer for years, soul gospel music, and we had. Uh, I, I was a little bit. Sunburn, suntan, sunburn, and my first wife Jenny, who was alive there, she, I, 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 I got to fix you up, so I put cream all over my face. So we got there, the announcer before me, that everyone know, look at Joe, cream all over his face. Anyway, <laughs> that's not too bad. That many listeners at five to five in the morning, but. Uh, and he got this jacket as an inheritance when my dad passed in 2011. Um, my my stepmother was giving away stuff, and so um, he so Joe inherited this jacket. It still fits him well. Oh yeah, yeah. I see the sun is out there too because I can see the sun coming in your window there in the background. Yeah. Yes, a it is. Bit, yeah, a little bit. So we'll see how much of that we get we get today. Yeah, really, not much else going on. We got a Bible study going uh, tonight at the church, but other than that, just a normal Wednesday. So we haven't had too many kitchen catastrophes. The last one that I had, though, um, well, it happened a while back, but uh, I was making fixing some uh, cheesy chicken and rice, and I 
I dropped it and it lands on the carpet and you don't really want to do it land on the carpet because it's hard to pick up but it landed on the carpet <laughs> yeah, that's all it. over the place <laughs> <laughs> who knows the winner of this may win win a win a prize I don't, i'm not sure yet if i can look in our prize closet but I know. But you know, you were talking about you were you were, you were talking about popcorn, and um, uh, the last time I tried that one, for some reason it just didn't pop very well. But it didn't explode or anything. It just didn't. It just didn't pop like a fluffy like it like it needed to be. But other than that, you know, it's pretty much. I was, I was going to throw in it really quick. Sorry. Go ahead and finish, and then I'll I'll throw something in really quick. Yeah, no, I'm 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 done. It's okay. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Bill, if you still have my email address, send me um what type of popcorn maker that is, and I'll do the research for you. I'll find some good uh, videos on YouTube, and I'll watch them, and maybe I can. Because sometimes when you watch videos, they you know they'll just. Well, this is how it goes, and that's all you hear. So maybe I can see, like, what that rod is for, or, you know, or whatever. Maybe I can find some videos on it, and I can send them, to, you know, back to you in email or something. That'll work. Thanks, Ed. All right. Yeah. I think I had told you, some of you that the, the, the chicken and rice blooper, but... <laughs> but um, it, it happens, you know what I mean? If you cook, it it's going to happen. And it's I almost happened. dropped one last night, but it, but I caught it, so it wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good. And then uh, that, that's about all we that, got. That, that's it from here, as they say. So, well, we'll be right here. If you need to come back, you're right here. So, yeah, if I think of another kitchen yeah. disaster, I'll be back. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you, Joe. I think one of the worst ones I did was the time I knocked the. The deep fryer was sitting on top of the refrigerator, and I don't know if I caught the cord or how it happened exactly, but that stupid thing fell off the refrigerator onto the floor, and it was full of oil. And oh. At least it was cold. It wasn't you know, like where you was using it and knocked it off the counter or something. Oh, that's a good thing, but it was sure a mess. Yeah, I bet. Now, have you seen one of those? Um, I don't even know if they still sell them. I bought one once from QVC um, quite a few years ago, and it actually had the pan and it had a like a filter system. And you would put that in there, and then uh, you would just pour the grease in through this filter system. And that way, you could reuse the grease. You don't have to keep you know wasting all that grease. You can kind of filter out all the little nasties or whatever and then you can just put that grease back into it it was kind of a nice little deep fryer but i don't use deep fryers anymore so well, they sure are, they're sure popular on the on qvc and you hear they sell them all the time at they're very popular uh, yeah i know uh i don't have the room on my counter for these things uh, well next on the or list here we got gail in uh st cloud minnesota i guess she is gail gruber ben bengston so Let's see if you got it, Bill, Gail. Sock Rapids. Sock Rapids. Oh, Sock Rapids. I'm sorry. Hopefully I'm, I'm unmuted. 
You, yeah, are. you are. Go ahead. I'm here in one piece. Well, my, as far as my kitchen experience, I think I was in high school at the time, and I was being taught to cook and stuff like that. There was a gal that came from SSB, from Services for the Blind in St. Cloud, but this was, she wasn't here for this, but it was like a cold January day. And I was going to make a bake a cake. Well, I had, I didn't realize this. I had the one button, the one knob on bake, and the other thing I didn't. Re- it was supposed to be on three fifty. It was on broil. Oh, you can't bake a cake that way. Well, it was what I would call a mouse catastrophe. Now it was a January day. My brother opened up the window, and let the cold air in to get everything you know to air things out but boy you learn from things like that i've learned since to mind my p's and q's as far as watching what buttons i use and you know how they're set and that kind of thing (laughs) so i learned from from that and um i went for my um thing yesterday at the uh, cancer center with i didn't see the doctor but i had to have a, a blood draw for that my platelets are still good and I'm doing really well otherwise. And next week, I have a birthday. Next Tuesday, I have a birthday. Oh, my. So, uh, of course, the question is, are you going to tell us how old you'll be? Uh, 39 and holding. Very good, Jack Benny. Thank you. <laughs> I, I took that from him. But anyway, um, I'm, I'm doing very well otherwise. Everything's going pretty well. With Wendy, uh, things are going. I yeah, I don't say much about too much of anything else. This morning, though, there was something. She put the wastebasket. She was going to put a new liner in the wastebasket, and she put it out. You know, of the or she put it somewhere else where where I'm not used to it. And I was going to go to the shower to get ready to take the shower, and um, she said, "Be careful of the wastebasket." Well, I have enough sight like i tell people i have enough usable sight to get myself in trouble but anyway i saw the wastebasket there and i was able to get around it and go and take care of what i needed to take care of i don't think she totally understands and i don't expect anyone including myself to understand as far as what i can see and what i can't see and that kind of thing i know one thing i'm not totally blind but i i there are times when i do use um blindness techniques because it's easier than trying to nose dust something or something like that there are times when i do use what do what i need to do so um i hope no one ever repeats or my my kitchens um i mean i hope no one ever uh, does what I did. I Beth, I don't know if Beth is on here, but she was telling. She, I was with her. She actually boiled a whole. I think it was a half a bag of ice cubes, and she didn't realize that it was a ice cube. She thought it was corn or something that got had gone through the strainer and that kind of thing. Here it was a half a bag of ice cubes that she had built that she had boiled. That's unusual. <laughs> So we I kept... was stir-fried peaches once. We thought they I were did, yeah, mixed vegetables, and yeah. we were so looking so forward to having vegetables, and so we got them out, and they were frozen, sliced frozen peaches. 
So, so I did... still, so I still kid Beth about her boiled ice cubes recipe. Give me my, give me your boil, give me a recipe for boiled ice cubes. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if Beth is on here or not, but no, she's not. Okay, I just wanted to relay that because I remembered I was with I was with her and we both had it. We all Andy Verdon, who is another friend of ours, was no longer with us, but he and we've just had a good laugh over that. We still do. I mean, Beth and I still do to this day. Well, my buddy's wife, we made fun of her um, because she went to boil hot dogs. And she forgot about them, and next thing you heard was, you know, that where they were frying in the pan, she boiled all the water out, so. Ooh! Oy vey! <laughs> Fried hot dogs are good. Um, smoked hot dogs are better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really no, smoked. I mean, really, smoked hot dogs are great, and so. <laughs> well, so that's the only big kitchen disaster you've had, Gail? You never... You know, well, but, not not really. Nothing that has been overly, you know, nothing really drastic since then. I've used the, the microwave most of the time, and I don't have much trouble with that. I have bump dots all over the place where I need them for that, so that works out pretty well. But that is the biggest kitchen disaster I, I can remember is the <laughs> is broiling a cake. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff, you should know better. You never ask a woman her age. Shame on you. I know, but I figured what the heck. Well, you gotta have a little bit of fun. Or That's right. Weight. You don't ask well, her weight either. Yeah. So I don't know that I've ever had any real kitchen disasters. I'm not saying because I've, I've cooked and stuff. Oh, uh, one time I forgot I was making hamburgers and I forgot about it. I, I kind of dozed. This had Oops. to be about 10, 15 years ago. All of a sudden, the smoke detectors are going off and the hamburgers were as burnt to a crisp. I just couldn't couldn't eat those anymore. But, <laughs> but that's the last time it happened to me. Well, Gail, I hope that you're feeling better and uh, and uh, it sounds like you're doing okay, Gail. Yeah, I, you know, like I said, the, the blood draw, the, from what I could tell, or from what I saw on the thing, on the my chart thing, I don't understand all that stuff. But it looks like my platelets are good, everything is good, I'm feeling great. It's it's just that I never know from day to day how these things are going to go, and I hadn't seen the doctor. I just went in to get the thing done, and we came back, and that was about it. All right. Anyway, good. I had a great. I'm having a good day today, so no problem. Thank you, Gail. Thanks. Thank you, Gail. Well, we don't have any hands raised just yet, but I'm sure they're going to be coming in. Okay, we'll get to stories as the morning goes along. I think you, along with myself and Jenny, watched the Apple event. They have these every fall, usually, usually second week in September, the new iPhones for the year and Apple Watches. Were you blown away? I was not as impressed as I thought I would be. Um, they did talk about the 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 new Apple Watch uh, 9, Series 9, and I've got those one more after that. And they, But the only thing that they talked about that I thought might be interesting, and I don't know because I, I don't have a 15 and I'm not getting one right now because I just bought the, the 14 Pro less than a year ago. But they talked about a thing on the iPhone 15 called an action button. And I'm assuming that you can program what that button does. Um, and, of course, Ed, you're, you're into cameras. 
and you're into photography, I think you'll probably, if you were to get the iPhone 15 Pro or Pro Max, whatever, I think you'd be, be really impressed with the camera on that from what I understand. I would probably then wind up, uh, if I got that, I would probably end up having to sleep out in the backyard or out in the street. My wife would kill me. <laughs> well, I get that. But again, I'm not sure how much. And of course, that's, it's a little bit differently designed. It's uh, the big thing that they were, ta- they were touting at the Apple show was their environmental responsibility. So their new Apple watches uh, have a zero carbon f- footprint. Everything is, a lot of it's made of recyclable materials. They're not using any leather for watch bands anymore. Uh, they have another, another. Uh, I, I forgot what it's, but they have, they definitely have rubber and they have uh, some metal bands, but they have another thing that, that's a weaved material, but it's not leather. So, I mean, they, they did a lot of glitz. It was a lot of glitz and glamour this time. It was a lot of, there was a lot of music between the segments. It was not like the, the previous Apple shows or the special events uh, that I've seen before. And Who was the guy that owned Apple before and he ended up? Steve Jobs, right? Steve Jobs, right. The guy that, right. Yeah. Uh, well, the reason I said that is because I noticed that ever since he passed, I mean, when he was alive and controlling Apple, they did a lot for accessibility. And I noticed that since this other person took over in here recently, a lot of Apple products, and I guess you can say the same thing with the Googles, um, a lot of the Apple products are cosmetic now. They're visual, you know, like um, like how the phone looks, the colors, maybe the resolution of the screen. You don't hear nearly as much about accessibility now as you know you did back when Steve was in control. Well, and it, it's a total, well, and and of course they they have to do it that way. They're competing with Android. They're competing with the Google products. They're competing with other 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 companies. So, well, and Google is going to have uh, a presentation. I think it's next month. They're going to talk about the the Google Pixel. What is it? The eight or whatever. The... Yeah, the version eight. But I'm not well. sure that Google's going to be able to keep up this this year well we'll see um they've had a lot of the features that are coming up in the iphones already like the USB-C ports they've had those for years yeah so i and their phone as far as people say the phone the phone well the actual dialing of the phone and the way your contacts work and the way calls can be filtered, you know, on a iPhone, it's not unusual to get several spam calls a day. Well, the Google really clears yeah. that up. I mean, it yeah, it does. That, that I will say. But I heard, that, you know, I saw this, you know, how people like to analyze things. And I keep hearing rumors because obviously, well, I don't know about the new iPhone because I haven't really checked out too much information about it. But everybody kept saying that something that Apple should use the Samsung because the Galaxy S20, whatever number they're on now, 23, yeah, 23 has a really good camera and. You know, and they said Apple needs to do that. So maybe that's what Apple did. They stepped up their cameras on that. Well, if but you, you heard this really show yesterday, 
If you heard the show yesterday, they, they definitely talked quite a bit about the camera, and they talked about uh, about photos. They talked about all that stuff. And, uh, Zoom and all that stuff. Right. I mean, and, and if, you, if you guys missed it, you can go to the Apple website, and there's a link called Special Events, and you can listen to the event or watch the event. And they I have them all. On YouTube. <laughs> or, you, or you can just go on YouTube. Right, That's correct. Yeah. But the one thing that I was interested they didn't emphasize. They said all day battery life. They didn't talk about if the battery was much better on the Pros and the Pro Max. Plus, one of the things that my friend and I, Doug, are concerned about is how much better or is the audio any better on the new iPhone 15s versus the 14 like you Probably guys not. Probably not. They didn't say anything about putting different speakers in it or anything. No, that that's why I said when I did, you know, they always seem to really focus on the cosmetics. They don't really focus. Um, even like, it's kind of like TVs. You know, they're making all these TVs where they got like 4K resolution. But if you don't have a sound bar, they sound like crap. You know, well, the, that's you true. Know, and that's why I got a sound bar. I mean, it's got a, my TV has a nice picture, but if I went through the TV speakers, it, it's terrible. So, so I don't know outside of an Apple. I don't know if anything would interest me. You know, they start out with the the basic iPhone 15, which is your entry level model, and then they went to the Plus, but. If you really want the features for the visually impaired, then you have to start getting those the Pro model and then go up to the Max if you wanted a much bigger screen. I think the the largest screen is a 6.7 on the Pro on the Pro Max, where the other one is 6.1 inch screen. So, if the extra real estate means something to you. Then, but you're going to pay a hefty price tag over a thousand dollars. Thirteen hundred, isn't it? Yeah. But, but accessibility-wise, the the improvements in the camera never seem to make them scan any better, though, do they? No, they don't. And I think it's because either the developers, Apple, doesn't let them take full advantage of the camera, so that we. We have the ability to to take full advantage of it. So, I mean, anytime you have a better camera, it's going to be a good thing. But still, the people at Iris say it's not really a difference or the people, you know, it even it be my eyes. So, I don't know. Well, that's like my wife, she down, and I can't remember, you'll probably know what the app is, where you use the camera and you can supposedly scan mail, you know, and if if you have it held right, it'll, you know, you'd snap a picture of it and then it'll read it to you. I can't think of the name of the app. Well, there are a few apps that do that. There's, yeah, uh, there's, there's, VB, there's VB Scan, which used to be Voice Stream Scan. There's... Uh, the KNFB Reader, which they haven't updated in a long time. Oh, uh, man, they just dumped that one off. Just and then there's Text Grabber, which I haven't played with in a long time. It's still on my phone, but I haven't touched that in a long time. So there are, there are other. There's Voice wow. OCR. Seeing AI. Seeing AI does a pretty good job. That's actually um, one of the better ones, and it's free. 
Yep. Yeah, so the was, one so that was in yeah. Now, what's that super sense? I have super sense, and I love it, but I don't understand how these zaps work. Tim, you had the same problem. We talked about it once. One day, I'll put the super sense, and it'll read everything perfectly. The next day, I'll, and the next day, I do it the same way, and it can't read for anything. I have no idea what causes that. Lighting? Yeah, I have a feeling it's lighting, but I'm not sure. In the background of things, because sometimes I notice, like mail, sometimes it has to do with the color of the envelope. That the writing's on and and whether the writing is in cursive, I would assume that because sometimes, like if you get uh, you know letters or whatever, and if somebody writes you a letter, and if it's printed, it might read it, but if it, if they do cursive, you know, it may not do cursive writing that well. And Envision has a deal for uh, where you can have it read columns. Yeah. And stuff like that, and sometimes that helps, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> I have found it to be probably the worst of all of them in vision. For the most part, it's okay. But like the girl said on the thing last night, or one of the podcasts, it, it does some things, but it really doesn't do the important things I want to do. So I guess that's the bottom line. Do you well, use a stand, Tim, when you scan with your phone? No, I use short text on both Seeing AI and Envision. Or no, no, I mean, do you put do you put it in a in a stand to keep it at the right? Oh, a stand. Or? I thought you said scan. No, no, I just hold it. I used to. I used to. Um, well, I had a. I have a shelf that's about the right height off of my desk, and I would lay the phone on that camera down and then put whatever I wanted to read on my desk and that worked really well but now I don't need to do that now it's it seems to catch stuff when I just hold it up to the phone about a foot away so well my uh Kathy my wife she she does that show like if she gets mail she'll hold it but she she had gotten frostbite a few years back and so her hands really shake a lot. So, you know, maybe that kind of affects it. You know, obviously that would affect it too. So maybe if you just put it on a table, like our kitchen table, and did that, maybe it would work a little better for her. My way of thinking, I have never, ever, ever, and I keep preaching this, I've never seen a better skin thing than look out from Google. I've never closest thing that would come to it would be seeing AI. But as far as scanning, barcode, you know, those types of things, reading your mail, it will just read things when there's so don't tell me about updates here in the middle of the show. Um <laughs> I've never seen anything scan as well as that. And I think, Jenny, you've used both. Do you agree that probably the Google Lookout that we now have on our Sense Player and on the... Do you think that Lookout is as good as anything? It's better than anything I ever tried using on my phone before. Now, mm-hmm. I used to use the only one that when I was using my iPhone all the time, the only one that I could ever 
get to read it just enough so that I could even tell halfway what something was was voice stream scanner. Yeah, that's pretty good. get it to work when other ones wouldn't, but but it's a shame. I don't know if it's a if it's an operation thing or it's a company thing. I don't know why they won't like work with Google to get Lookout for the for iOS because it would be well worth it. You know, part of the problem, and I've learned this the hard way, I guess, because uh, I can never get the barcode scan of the work on the iPhone. I, and one day I'll, I'll think I got it working, it's working perfectly, and the next day I do the same thing, and again, it doesn't work. And wow. Ed, you may be right about the lighting, but I, you know, I don't know. But there's an art, and I, I've learned that there's an art in how to hold the phone to, to near near the near what you're trying to get it to read. And well, uh, and sometimes, especially with barcodes, it's they're not all in the same place. So. No, sometimes they're on the side of the package. Sometimes they're on the bottom right or the bottom left. Sometimes they're on the, you know, it's if it, it, it's hard to find them. But I wish now, they would make it feel different some way, just to make it accessible, so you know where it is. But Google so usually takes care of that with Lookout. That that will be very forgiving on a barcode. So I hope it does come to the iPhone, Jeff, so you you can experience it. I just looked up Lookout, and they got, I thought one that said Lookout Security. No. Um, no, Lookout is, is a program that, that, that reads things, Ed. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know, but I mean, I typed in the word Lookout on, and it said Lookout for Android, you know, for Android, Google, you know, Android app Lookout, but I'm not sure if that's the right one or not. No, it says something like for visually impaired. I actually, when I put it on my phone, I actually had to go to the the app store on my computer and find it that way. I couldn't find it searching for it on my phone. Because yeah, it that, says something like look out for the visually impaired or... Well, that's what I'm looking at here. Let's see. It's it's one it's a good thing. So, it it really 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 is a good to scan to read those barcodes because can read potato chips and you know those bags can be hard sometimes. And it, it. But it can read money too. It does a good job with money. Yeah, just currency. It does quick scans of envelopes real quick. You know, if you just want to get a quick scan, you know if you see something from Capital One, unless you're a Capital One subscriber, you know it's junk. Or some of these from someplace in South Dakota or Delaware or something like that. You know, those are usually credit card offers and and those types of things. So it just does a good job. Now, is it as good as I'd like? No, in the sense that I would like to be able to take my phone and these fancy iPhone 15s and point it at a button on a device and have it read that button. And so then I could just go take my finger and tap that button. So... But I've been hearing a lot of good things about Be My Eyes and how you can point at something and and it'll read it and it'll, like a lady got her to it described a birthday card or, you know, 
various things. The guy said he went, maybe I was listening to Jonathan Mosin, he went, he had read the menu from, at his table from the restaurant, and he wanted to find more about shellfish or something like that. And it read, you know, all that described that item and the thing on the menu. So I think they're on the right track. And that is at no charge. Well, we certainly have come a long way since I first got my iPhone 4S in 2012, I believe it was. There's no question or doubt about it. We've come a long way. I do admit, though, the Google Lens that you can, and I think you can even download it for iOS. I'm not sure, but you know, you can download it for your Android phone, and it is really good as far as like identifying, uh, like if if you have plants and you want to know if it's an actual plant or a weed, it'll tell you. And you know, some that one's pretty pretty good sometimes sometimes though it doesn't quite do the job but nothing's perfect so i would tell folks to be a little cautious on this usbc not cautious because that's a great thing that they've went to and everybody understands that but a lot of things you have to have a mac to be able to copy from or to you can't just copy from windows it's a proprietary thing where they made it and if i'm incorrect on that you know please correct me but i believe if what i understand is to be true so that that you know if you you want to but it's going to make it easier that everything uses one cable now instead of having to have an iphone cable so so it looks like the wonderful Connie from Kalamazoo wants to talk to us. Right, and I just pushed the button to ask her to unmute, so when you hear that message, you can unmute yourself, Connie. Go ahead, Connie, you're there. Hello. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say I like VD Scan. They've, they've really improved that, and it's nice to scan with. I can scan mail with it. There are some things that I can't scan, but... For the most part, I can, and when I can't scan something, I'll call Ira. What is it? The scanner called again, or VD Scan? It's part of the Voice Dream. Yeah, package. it used to be part of that Voice, and they they broke that up. It's now VB Scan, I believe it is. Oh, that's what you use, VD Scan. VD. Right. Oh, okay. VD Scan. I thought you were talking about a physical thing that you. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so Connie, do you, have you made any mistakes in the kitchen? Oh yeah, I I, I can top Gail's uh I can top Gail's cake story. Yeah. <laughs> in my twenties, I was making a cake, and I threw while well, I I used a measuring cup to measure laundry soap. And I threw it in the sink and didn't think to rinse it out. And I was looking for that cup. Oh, here it is. It's in the sink. And so I I used it to measure oil for the cake. (laughs) And I wondered when I was 
baking the cake why it smelled like laundry soap. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I was mad too because it was my first cake that didn't turn up, you know, because you know how you, when you bake a cake, you have to tap the the cake on the counter to make the the cake pan on the counter to make it even. Yeah. I was so mad because that was the first cake that I ever made that turned out physically looking nice. <laughs> oh, I've done it too. I've one time I put dishwasher soap in the in the washer and wondered why it all sudsed over. Oh, that oh my, that's a that's a oh, real no. mess. <laughs> Well, my ex-girlfriend, she um, went to use the dishwasher, and I smelt this smell, and I said, oh, what is that? I said, what did you use? And she said, I just put Cascade in. I said, where is the container? And she said, right here, it was Drano. So, yeah, we, oh, had, really no. good, yeah, we had really good clean dishes, but I had to bring some... I was going to ask you, it, that, that should have been eaten away of all the hoses and stuff in your dishwasher. Did it damage uh, your... It, it didn't do that, but boy, I mean, that was... I said, well, the dishes are clean. <laughs> so, but uh, I, had to, I, I put them back in the dishwasher, and I ran them through a couple more times. But that's not my kitchen catastrophe. I'll share that in a little bit. Yeah. I know I told the story on here before, but I, I made these. They were supposed to be tea cookies, and I was so excited because I found this recipe for them. Because of all things, they didn't call for flour, and I didn't have any flour. And they had butter and sugar and eggs and all this stuff. And I put them in the put them in the oven, and of course, you know, they were supposed to be a bar cookie, so they were in a cake pan, thank goodness. But the stuff didn't turn into anything. It, it still it stayed all all liquid and everything and I thought man I put all the sugar and butter and everything in here I gotta find some some way to make this bake so I the only thing I had that even closely resembled flour was I had some brown sugar and cinnamon cream of wheat packages <laughs> so I started dumping enough of those in there until it made a batter and I baked it, and and it baked, but it was like real heavy. It, it ended up being a cake, and it actually didn't taste that bad, but it still it wasn't a cookie. It was a real heavy cake. Oh, my. I can remember one time I was making snickerdoodles. <clears throat> I had a friend come over, and uh, I was heating up the oven to make something, and she's like, hmm. What's burning? So she opened my oven. She said, oh, you got a cookie on the bottom of your oven. That's <laughs> where so she wished it out. <laughs> oh, we've all done it. Connie, you going to buy a new iPhone? Heck no. No. I no, mean... I've got an 11. My son's got a 13 Pro Max that he just damaged. And so they and, and they gave him a new one. Apple Care gave him a new one. He's like... Mom, you want my Apple Pro Max or my uh, 13 Pro Max, and then you can buy me the next. Yeah. I said, no, I don't. <laughs> I said, the only way I would do it is if, is if 
they told me that my iPhone 11 wasn't supported anymore, then I might consider it, but no. <laughs> I forget how many updates they said the iPhone will do now. Is it six? Gen, you know, a lot of like uh, six generations, or you know, uh, six years worth, or four years worth. Anybody know? I don't know, and then I don't know either. I don't know. All I know is uh, that I've had I've had my iPhone, a, a one version of the iPhone since 2012. I got it on Valentine's Day, and it, I've been updating ever since for different models. All right. all right, Connie, thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day, everybody. I will tell you all real quick before. Um, Oh, now what was I going to say? It must have been a, a lie, but these updates, and but the day's coming, and it's coming soon, when there will not be a home button, so uh, I don't know when that's going to happen, but I think. Well, I think the only one they make with a home button is the SE3. Right. Yeah. So, I was just reading something this morning where I think the new one isn't going to have the side switch that turns the ringer off and on either. No well, one has can, an action button. Yeah, the action button. That that kind of takes the place. You can use this. Uh, I saw on YouTube because I was watching some videos. They said you can use that action button to, you know, uh, as a shortcut button. Like, you know, you probably turn accessibility on and off or your camera or. Yeah, yeah. I see Scott's got his hand up. Yeah, we've got Scott. Let's get Scott real quick, and then we'll take a break. Uh, first of all, the the uh, I understand. Well, someone told me that Apple told them that the future SEs, like the one like that's due out, I guess next year, will have a home. So they're going to keep it keep it on the SEs. I'm only going by word of mouth. But I hope you're anyway, right. Anyway, yeah, because I'll stick with that. As I'll stick with the SEs as long as I can. To be honest with you, I, I use the home button as a not only you know to press, you know, but I also use it as a tactile reference for the bottom of the screen to find various um, like apps on the dock, you know, like mail, and and I also you know because I know it's like diet like. Caddy corner to the home button to the left, you know, left of the home button, caddy at an angle kind of. Thing. Yeah. I do I, for that. You know, the other things near the bottom, I'll, I'll use the home button as a tactile reference. But uh, uh, you mentioned earlier that they, you can't, you know, with this new USB C connection that the these iPhones coming out are going to have 15s. Uh, if you, uh, if you have a Windows machine, this, the beauty—that's where the beauty of cloud storage comes in. I've had pretty good success with sending stuff, from, uh, you know, like OneDrive mostly, and uh, back and forth to the iPhone. Right, but you won't be able to copy as, if I understand it correctly, from your your computer to your iPhone. Right, not through the USB connection. But I mean that's where, but that's where the beauty of cloud storage comes in because you, as long as you have the cloud, whichever cloud storage you use, Apple, the iPhone, and and, uh, and you have uh, you just get it to from the computer. You just caught, you just bring it up into the bring something up into the cloud, and then I, I sit, understand what the I understand what you're saying, but to me, that introduces a step that should not be. A barrier that should not be there. 
you know, know. Well, it's true too. But, but it sure beats iTunes because iTunes was just amazing. Right. Well, uh, yeah. Tabbing, tabbing around, very few hotkeys that I noticed. Yeah, that's yeah, true I, too. Uh, but, uh, I don't like it. But it's not really Mike, hard to use Dropbox on your on your right. phone, no, like no. and listen to something no, with no. your phone from Dropbox. I've yeah. It's I've done it for not in a while, but because I mostly use OneDrive nowadays. But uh, getting to my kitchen catastrophe, this goes back to my early days in as an apartment dweller. And, uh, I uh, had gotten a can of beans from the store, and f- figuring that as long as okay, I open they're 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 good out of the can. Well, I figured figuring that as long as I shut the container, you know, closed up the container that I put it in, that I poured them into, they would be fine if I just, as long as the container was closed, I just put it back, put it back in the cupboard. Well, about a week or so later, several days later, I pulled this pulled this container out and I opened it. And I noticed there was a funny smell coming from it. it you know, it turned out the beans had spoiled. Stuff like that, you got to put it in the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So Scott, uh, I got a question for you, and this goes for everybody. Right. Do you use yeah. when you unlock your phone? Do you use the Face ID, the fingerprint, or you know, the the code thing, like where you put in your pen? I don't think he has Face I, ID on that one. Yeah, I've got, I've got the I've got the S I got the SE twenty twenty. Oh, okay. That does not. Yeah, that, that 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 still supports the fingerprint. Okay. Well, I no. actually I don't use fingerprint. If I had, if if, if uh, yeah, I I would use uh, I use passcode if I need to. I mean, uh, actually, I have all that turned off at the moment because I'm usually at home and I don't. I, nobody uses my phone but me. Now, of course, if I did a lot more traveling and you know was away from home a lot, I suppose I'd probably just use the passcode. It's good enough for me. Face ID was, you know, good until, you, you know, they brought up those mask mandates and stuff. And then when you had a mask on, you, you know, obviously it wouldn't work. Yeah. yeah I, just don't want to, I just don't want to take a chance on being locked out of my phone. I still yeah. like the fingerprint. Yeah, I've heard that can be a... a there was a this uh, woman that, I mean, I barely knew her, um, but and I knew her husband, and... He apparently had, you know, cheated on her a lot, and he ended up passing away. And she took his phone because he, you know, used Face ID, and she tried opening up his phone after he had passed, and it would not open his phone. <laughs> she tried, so that's, it must have a way of detecting, or I guess, or something. I don't know much about Face ID. I think it's. I'd much rather just use the fingerprint i use face well, id all the time i like the fingerprint option but you know face id works okay except in the middle of the night when i'm half asleep and the phone rings and i and i can answer it but if i want to do something with the phone and i forget i'm half asleep i'm in bed and i, I it, it never recognizes me and i got to use the passcode but but normally it doesn't happen that doesn't happen too much well when it restarts don't you still have to use your passcode like you do when you use your fingerprint What's that, Jennifer? I'm sorry. Say that when again. You, when your phone restarts, like, 
when you right. That's a, that's a that's a security thing. So you always have to re. You, and anytime you restart the phone, you, in order to get a Face ID started again, you have to still open the phone with the passcode. It just it's a it's a layer of security. Or if you make a few attempts and it doesn't quite catch, if you make like five attempts, then it'll make you put your passcode in too. Yeah. Whether it be fingerprint or face ID. That's correct. Scott, anything else going on before we get to our next caller? Oh, not a whole lot. I'm still enjoying my lyric. Comes in handy for reading the mail and the like. So, yeah, I still got that. that Pretty much now. SuperSense. If I had to pick an OCR app, you you y'all were talking about earlier. SuperSense wins hands down for me. I mean, it's by far the best for OCR. Uh, other stuff I haven't tried much with it. I, I think I did try currency once, but now I have cash reader for that. So. Ah, very good, Scott. Yeah. Thank you. Always good, All right. Scott. All right. Oh. Hey, Jeff. Bef- well, I guess we can go. No, ahead. no go ahead. You, you go first. We, we. No, I was just going to say we need to run an idea real quick. Okay, why'd you take care of that? And we'll get to our callers after that then. We'll be there in just a moment, guys. So we'll run that real quick and we'll come back and talk to you. Here we are back and we can pick right up, Jeff. All right, very good. And we have our hand raised from an area code 320. That's Gail. No, it's probably Beth. Okay, well. We'll see. Go ahead, people. (laughs) Am I coming through okay? Yeah, yeah. surprised you're not on your computer, but go ahead, Beth. You know, I wanted to be, but I got something this morning that just made me so mad. I've got something on my computer. There's a stupid fan message that says fatty liver. I did not get into it, but right when I'm trying to move it to the um, to the spam folder. It stops. My Thunderbird, my email program stops responding. Re, when you have a chance, reboot the computer and then try it again. Okay. I know I've got, I'm hoping our computer people are going to be able to fix it because this fellow that I talked with earlier said that he was going to call back in five minutes, longest five minutes that I thought. <laughs> but but I, I figure, no, I know that he's going to see what he can do too but i think rebooting is one good thing but this particular thing won't even let me do that so i'm not real sure there's something else that i'm wondering about here someone has sent me something that they want converted to mp3 and i want to do it but i don't know what program to use because i've got switch but it won't work that way it's got the dot web m extension is it you said WebM or REBM? What's the extension again? Yeah, dot W dot W E B M. Oh, um, I've never seen them. I haven't seen that in a long time, and I, I, I'm not sure what program you can use to convert that. I'd have to play with that. Yeah, I mean, I I have Total Recorder, which works very well to convert for, for files, and I have a, a thing that's a you convert YouTube to MP3 or MP4. That some that occasionally works. Sometimes it has problems, but I I don't know about the WEBM. I and I've seen that file extension on YouTube, but they don't use those anymore. Most everything on YouTube now is a, is an MP4 extension, so I'm not really sure, Beth. 
Well, you know, I hope that this person can ask the people who are sending these files to her not to send the the web m folder web m files anymore because she wants me to convert them but she's going to have to have someone else do it if if i can't i just i don't i'm at a loss i mean i'm today i'm probably sounding kind of out of sorts i don't know what to do well beth if you don't reach your it people give me a call after you know, in a couple hours after the coffee club on that cell phone number, if you still got it, and we'll see if we can't team up and I'll, I'll delete I'll, it for you. I suspect that's, that's some sort of protected video format, Bill. I'm not really sure. I haven't played with that in a long time. Yeah. yeah. But I'll and, delete your and, spam for you. Okay. Yeah. And in fact, what I've been doing is moving all spam messages to the spam folder in my my email program but you know i think i'm hoping it isn't because of thunderbird that i'm getting so many spam i I haven't gotten as many spam emails when i had windows when i had windows live mail it's just a trend there's more phishing email going around and do you have a virus program on your computer besides Windows, the uh, built-in Defender. Windows. I'm trying to think of what the virus, the, the the antivirus program is that I have. And now I feel like I feel like a real ignoramus because I know I have one. Well, and is it up to date and is it active? So why don't you just give me a call and we'll look. Sure, that sounds good. Sorry, I've been practically in tears on it. No, I wouldn't cry over it. We can get that fixed in no time. Right, and I still have your number in my yeah. um my yeah, address emails and phone numbers document. Yeah. yeah. And we'll fix it for you, okay? That sounds good. That'll right. work. Thank you for that. Last couple of weeks have been oh this last week has really been something. I got a bunch of hats made. And I'm doing what I can to try to find a way to sell some of them. <laughs> haven't gotten to do that. I've got to find a consignment shop or find something anyway. You have yep. a bunch of hats for sale. So how much does it cost for one hat? Well, the standard size hat, it costs $10. If it's a bigger hat, it costs 20 and if it's a little one, you know, for baby, then that would be uh, $5. Okay, now how can people, if they want to maybe want to shop for Christmas or talk to you about making an order, how could they do it? Well, would I be allowed to give them, yeah. give, give out my phone number? Whatever here, you're comfortable my- with. Yes, whatever okay. you're comfortable. I, my, my, I can give out both my phone number and my email. Okay, that'll address. be fine. Yeah. Sure. My phone number is 320-217-5373. And my email address is Beth, B-E-T-H, Bumblebee, B-U-M-B-L-E-B-E-E, at Charter. 
Okay, and that phone number one more time. People thought I said best. B-E-S-T. <laughs> yeah. That phone number one more time. The phone number is 320-217-5373. And the email one more time. Beth Bumblebee at charter.net. And should I spell the first part of it again? If you want to. Okay, it's B-E-T-H-B-U-M-B-L-E-B-E-E at charter.net. Okay, we'll put that in the notes so that people see that in the podcast. Right, and I like to give it slow like that because there are people, when I worked on the switchboard at Fingerhut over the years, people would give out numbers so fast when I was trying to update their application. Sometimes I've had to say, hey, slow down just a little. <laughs> and that worked out okay. <laughs> Boy, you bring back Beverly's finger, hunt. I hadn't bought, product, bought products for them in almost 40 years. Wow. I had a good time working on that switchboard. <laughs> finger, yeah, I thought about that. Yeah. I All think right. of a crazy thing I did one time, though. <laughs> I, there was one time where someone called through the phone company, and the operator was telling me that this customer said he wants to get through to the credit the credit department, and they said if he, he's been trying to get through, and if, if he doesn't, he's going to sue you. And I, I, I did a blooper, and I didn't mean to. I was trying to think of what this. I said, sir... If it's still, if the line is still busy, you'll heave to cap trying. I, you'll have to keep trying. <laughs> I felt so embarrassed afterwards, and I put my my head on my arm, and I was like, "What did I just say?" <laughs> it happens. It does. It really does. Well, thank you, Beth. I guess we got a few more callers to get to. We've got a demo coming up in a little bit here. Well, I hope you're all going to have a great rest of the day. Well, we'll make yours better, okay? Oh, I appreciate that. Hopefully these other people, hopefully I can find out what's going on with them, too, on the computer, yeah. the computer company. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, right. Thank you, Bill and Jeff and everyone. Thank you, Beth. You're welcome. All right, and that next on the list here is, is Bill. And I'm going to ask you to unmute Bill. And Zoom has made some changes here, so it's a little bit more focusing issues. But go go ahead if you get that. There you go, Bill. Try it now. Yeah, I'm on here. Yeah, real quick, nothing special. It rained all day Monday here. It's about 60 degrees here this, this morning. And my biggest catastrophe in the kitchen was about, oh, 2008. We've redid the kitchen and we put in a new new uh, kitchen range and it had an upper oven and a lower oven the upper oven was smaller and it also had the broiler in it well but that man was going to bake a cake it was on a on a saturday evening she's baking a cake for a function on a sunday afternoon at church so we, we she puts the cake together and she said well can you start the oven so i had the button said upper broil, upper bake. 
found, I saw the word upper and I just hit the button. Naturally, I hit the bro button, she puts cake in. And we let it go and pretty soon started to smell it. And I said, oh man, and I realized what it did. Well, the thing was, she made another cake, but what she made me do, I had to take that cake to church, church function, that's when I had to eat. Oh, the, the, it, it was it was okay, but it had a little crust on top. But I'm serves gonna, you right, Bill. Serves you right. <laughs> she made me carry that one down for my for my dessert down there. Not the whole cake, but you know, I had to take take a couple pieces with me, and I had to, I'll never forget that. I, she made me she made me take those, and that's when I had to eat. <laughs> but otherwise, and also on uh, Beth was talking about her those emails. I never put my stuff in the spam. I just delete it. And I get so many emails now that from junk mail that I don't. Even, I just see the headline and just delete, 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 delete. I don't even move them to spam or anything. I just delete them out. No, I just delete them too. I and do too. Right now, Google. Yeah, I have a G, I have a Gmail account, and it and there are things that it puts in the spam folder, and I always check it. And every piece of mail that I'm getting in my spam folders, how to become a ghostwriter. How to learn how to write a book? How to learn how oh, to publish yeah, your I book? Maybe I should send those. Maybe I should send those to Jennifer. Because it keeps <laughs> yeah, well, talking. It, it, it keeps talking about your book on marriage that you say you're going to write. Don't even it's say probably it. heard you talk about. <laughs> it. Right. I, I keep getting. I keep getting all kinds of uh, recipes. I don't know how I ever got started on that. I get one called I don't know. Eat more, Commander Chef. I don't know. There's all kinds. I don't even I remember all the names of them. I don't even open them up and look at them. Jennifer, I didn't even know that you listened to what I have to say most of the time, because most of the time I don't even listen to it. <laughs> well, I, I got I got an email the other day that invited me to take a survey from Costco. I've never shopped at Costco in my life. I didn't open it, but I mean, it was... It was well, a lot of times, Bill, they, they, they fish around for emails, and uh, what's even worse is they is is they monitor what you're doing on the website. So if I if I went to a website and I did, I went to a website talking about lymphedema. Now that right. that that's a problem that I have with my legs that swell right. because of right. the problem with the lymph glands. It's not a big mm -hmm. deal. Why am all of a sudden I am getting ads every time I go to a website about products dealing with lymphedema, or I get or I get emails like that? That's because they're oh, yeah. they're they're tracking you on the web and. Mm -hmm. um, and Facebook is really bad about do bad about that kind of stuff. So it is something that we have to deal with. I never oh like like so I got an email uh, yesterday from Amazon saying we 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 need to know how to get in touch with you to bill you. Uh, you ordered an iPhone 14 Pro, which I already have. You ordered an iPad. You ordered something else, and it comes out to two thousand dollars worth of stuff. Now I knew that was phishing because right. if, if I order something, Amazon has my credit card. They would have they would have charged it to my credit card. So right. yeah, but but they're very slick. If, if you would were to look at that email, you would have thought it was real. Oh yeah, that's what to say. I know they talk about it here all the time. There's a well, I listen to him all the time. The morning on uh, WGN. Uh, his name is um, oh, his last name's Kleinberg. He's some kind of tech expert. He writes for the paper, thing or something else. And he's always talking about that. You got to make sure when you look at this stuff. If you're not sure. Delete it or call the company direct and see what's going on because don't ever open those things because it's somebody's patient. It's just like, well, yesterday, they got one on here yesterday where some woman rents properties. And I don't know how many she rents, 
but someone's hacked into her uh, account, and they're asking all the, they're telling the people they owe more money for rent. And she's, she's having a hard time getting rid of it. I mean, she, she can't, she's called them and they, they, they can't, it was on, um, I think it was on Facebook, right? Yeah. It was the same thing. So you got you got to watch out for the scammer. They're out there really thick now. I mean, they're and just like I always tell friends of mine, when you get a phone call from someone and, and you answer it, and they say, well, "I'll just use Bill as an example," they'll say, "Is this Bill Sparks?" Never say yes. Always say speaking. Or how are you doing today? Never say. Or are are you okay today? Don't say yes. Just say fine or something. Because what the scammers do. And I read this a long time ago, and what the scammers do, they can edit out that word yes and put it towards what they wanted to go to. And you may have ordered something you never ordered or do something you never wanted to do. So you never say yes to your name. Always say speaking. Point well taken, Bill. Right, or sometimes they'll say, how are you? Or are you feeling well today? Instead of saying yes, I'll just say fine, and the phone will hang up. Because I didn't say the word yes. Here's another thing. And, and this is, and if you've got good hearing, you'll know. If you get a call and I, if you say hello, and there's a pause, and then all of a sudden, a few seconds later, you hear this, boop, and you hear oh, a bunch yeah, of right, people right, in the right, background. Right. That's a big right. call center, and that's some telemarketing. I just, just, I don't, I don't, I know people who like to give, like to play games with them and talk to them. I don't give them the time of day. I, I just hang the phone up. I have no, oh, reason. I there's too. nothing I, just, I have yeah, to say they, to them. When they do, I just hang up. I do the same thing. I just, just, just hang the thing up, you know. But you, you got to watch them. They're out there. They'll get you I, somehow. I was going to say, before we get, lose too much time, we haven't heard Tim's kitchen catastrophe. Or, yeah, Tim's kitchen catastrophe. Oh, yet. Tim's probably had never okay. had any of those. All right, All right thank well, you, Bill. I'll, I know you'll be back in. Yeah, maybe I'll probably be back in. All right, thank you, Bill. Where's oh. Tim? <laughs> Have I ever had a... Well, I think it, it wasn't a real serious problem but it sure didn't taste very good um i made a batch of i always call them hershey's brownies because they contain an entire can of hershey's chocolate syrup (laughs) anyway that's a that's a a sugar high but yeah it is but i forgot to put in butter a stick of butter and uh they were not very good and i tried figuring out a way to doctor them up so that they might be edible but (laughs) was there something that you did in the kitchen when you were making something and then it didn't come out or something happened and laura got really upset how could you what what the heck did you do now tim I'm trying to think. There probably has been. I better be careful because if she hears me, I'm in trouble. <laughs> nah, she, she's busy working, so so she won't. And she doesn't she doesn't listen to my show ever. Well, once in a great while, but <laughs> I still think it's funny. Our friend that put the put tried to make cotton candy in the washing machine. Oh yeah, <laughs> good old Randy. Yeah, he. Uh, his mom was not very happy. <laughs> you know, you go to somebody's yard, if, uh, and if you know it's going to rain the next day, if you sprinkle the yard with instant potatoes, they'll get them. When it rains, you'll get potatoes in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> 
You wouldn't do that, would you? No, of course not. I wouldn't toilet paper Jeff's house either, but... Thanks a lot. I'm, I'm very happy to hear that. JR, uh, by the way, I, I can't talk about what you sent me, but I've got your messages. So, very good. Thank you, JR. <laughs> well, really quick, before we get too far, I'll tell you my kitchen catastrophe. It had been a long day at work, and I came home. And I was just going to make something on top of the stove. You know, I went, you know, got off work, went to the store, bought stuff, came back home. And I thought, well, I'll just make myself a quick supper. So I put my pan on the burner with the water and, you know, turned it on. Next thing I know, my house filled up with smoke and this awful smell. And I thought, oh, what? And I went in, and here I turned on the wrong burner, and on the back burner was a plastic bag with a bag of flour in it. It was not pretty. <laughs> uh, how'd you get that melt- melted plastic off the burner again? Um, I I ended up go- going out and getting a new um, drip pan and stuff like that for the because it was it, it wasn't one of the glass top stoves. It was you know one of the. Oh, oh man. So it got down inside the burner. Yo, it was everywhere. And I mean, oh. it, it was like I turned on a fog machine in the house. I mean, the whole the whole apartment. Because my boss came over and goes, Ed, what did you do? And I, I told him, and he goes, but I never heard of you doing that before. I said, well, I never have. I said, but it was a long day at work. And, and that was when I worked at the apartment complex. I said it was a long day at work. I did a lot, and I went to the store, and I came home. I was going to make a quick supper, and there you go. Because they just saw the smoke just pouring out of my apartment, and everybody was worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they were probably only glad that you didn't put, set the building on fire. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, that's they were wondering, because, and I told them, they said, well, that's unlike you. And I said, well, I'll just next time I am really tired like that, I'll just, you know, order a pizza or something. It'd be a lot safer. That's so. like the time I burnt the uh, cooking pizza or cooking something for dinner, and I burn it up, and the pizza man come, and he said, it's awful smoky. It smells bad in here. And I said, that's why do you think I'm calling you? <laughs> you know what, though? I, I was thinking about this. What would have happened if, because, you know, like right now we, you know, we have a glass top stove, and if I could have done that with this stove, I, I... You'd have a heck of a time getting it off there because we've had plastic, like hard plastic, melt on the stove before, and it's hard to get off. Well, yeah, I had that happen the other day. I was cooking something on the stove, and my wife goes, Ed, what's that smell? And I looked in here because, see, the glass top stove is black. Well, the plastic spoon I was using was black, too, and I somehow must have just bumped it enough to where just the very tip of it. Um, landed on that burner and it kind of melted. Boy, it took me a while to get that off. And it was just a little dab. I'm going to ask you one quick question, and I'm going to ask Julie Julie to unmute herself. So, Tim, what happened with the brownies? Did, were they, were, did you have to did you, did you have to throw them out? I ended up throwing them out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to mention real quick. I did have this wasn't my fault, but um, one day my brother and I were playing. I don't know if you remember Silly Putty, but it comes in a, a little egg. And we had, we were just playing with Silly Putty and throwing it around the kitchen. And uh, <laughs> I couldn't figure out where it had landed. And um, anyway, I uh, we had had the burner on. 
<laughs> it, it, it landed on a hot burner because this was an electric stove back then and uh, it melted it all over the burner and oh did that stink <laughs> it smelled yeah. just horrible you know Philly Putty was one of those things that if you put uh, if you put it on top of a newspaper where there was a picture you could take the picture off that or you could transfer the picture on that at Silly Putty oh yeah uh, Yep, but, but I I remember my that uh, my parents would not let me buy it because uh, the, after a while because we I I did the same thing with Jackie and we would oh boy it, it was a mess so, <laughs> so that's not that's not how you got your weekends then Jeff I no I'm not no, I'm not sure about that but the, the only other thing I did bad was I bought one of these snow cone machines and I tried to make a snow cone with it with ice cubes and the machine was falling apart inside the snow cone so it was not not very well constructed uh julie out there in uh wherever i always forget uh kansas julie or uh, yes. you, you are unmuted go ahead tell us some words of wisdom today okay well my kitchen disaster was i had tried to make a cake and i was in my first my first apartment um on the seminary campus and um, so it was, some, it was something from cooking without looking, I think, a lazy man's cake or something like that. And it, all, it called for chocolate, like the baker's chocolate or something like that. And I didn't have that. So I found out about, you know, you can add so much fat to dry cocoa. So I tried to do that. And I baked the cake. And I showed it to my neighbor across the hall. And she said, Oh, you could enter that in the gong show. And it was real dry. And my boyfriend at the time was visiting. And he said, well, maybe we can just frost it and make it look okay. And he took it. There was a man named Roger Bennon who was working in Kansas City at the time. He was a rehab teacher. And so he took it to him to have him diagnose it, what was missing or what was wrong with it. So um, it was awful. It was just a super dry cake. And I apparently had not gotten enough fat in the cocoa to help. And so that was my disaster. Everybody in cakes, man. That's... <laughs> Maybe you should adopt the following advice, Julie. When in doubt, and I say this over and over again, Bill's heard it a million times. When in doubt, hire out. There comes well, your yes, and my hands. boyfriend loved to cook. He probably would have tried to make it. Yeah. That's where your soft hands come from. When that's right. Doubt, well, I thought Jeff was going to say, when in doubt, order out. But Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, just be careful with the baking soda. I know somebody that made something with and got too much baking soda, and she tried to wrap it in aluminum foil, and it even started eating through the foil. Ugh. Oh, wow. That's not good. Oh, here's the other thing. Uh, my stepdaughter had a thing, and she was doing an experiment. And if there's a candy called Mentos, a Mentos, I guess oh, it is. And, and if you put that, if you put those in a, if you put those in a, if you put those in a Coke bottle with soda, it'll it'll take it'll fizzy up and the and the, and, be, and soda will get all over the place. Oh, oh my! Almost and, uh, like that rock candy. Yeah, and and it was it was a science experiment that she had to do for school. And I said, well, not in the house. We, we, we had a, a nice big backyard. Do it outside in the backyard. And you could do that. Wow. So, but there's a lot of fun. There's a lot of crazy things. You know, I mix vinegar with baking soda, and that kind of fizzes all over the place. That's kind of an interesting experiment back in the, back in the day. Um, I think the, the worst thing that uh, my friend Jackie and I did when I was a kid is we put sulfuric acid on 
on his mother's bathroom tile when we were in the apartment and it, it ate, ate a hole through the bathroom tile and she she went to whip us both with a strap and I jumped out of the way pretty quickly so she wasn't too happy with that so what can I say Julie thank I, you certainly I hope, uh, I hope you didn't breathe in around that stuff no I did I tried not to stuff is nasty We've got two callers, and we've got about seven minutes because we have a six-minute demo. All right. Uh, Dick, can you unmute yourself? Hold on. No, I... Need some help there. I'm not sure why I'm not seeing his... Jennifer, can you look and see if you can get Dick to unmute himself? Because I'm not seeing the ask to unmute button for some reason. Okay. I did it. Okay, thanks, Bill. Come on in, Dick. Come on in, Dick. Uh, there we are. I want to tell you about my kitchen disaster. Um, this is when Mary was uh, recovering from a hip replacement. And we cooked this TV dinner in the microwave. And... <laughs> I was going to take it out of the microwave, and of course, Mary says, you really should use an oven. I said, no, I don't need an oven. Then. I picked the thing up, and it was so hot, I, I dropped it, and it went all over the floor. What a mess that was. And yours truly had to clean it up. It was lots of fun. <laughs> and uh, did Mary say to you, see what you did? I told you you should have used it. Did she, did she yell at you? Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure she did. <laughs> <laughs> I've been well, there before. You, guys, you want to get to the recipe, or, or not the recipe, the... Uh, a demo. Recipe in a small I demo, I yeah. Fade to black. I will fade yeah, to fade black. to black. Thank, um, you. Thank you, Dick. That kind of reminds me of uh, Dick's story that um, I did have a kitchen disaster that I forgot about, and that was I was uh, baking uh, one of those little tins of, um, oh, God, who is the big baked bean maker that that you baked in the oven. Um, bushes? No, it wasn't bushes. It was... A van um, camp for somebody, but... Yeah, anyway, and I had not... I didn't put it on a cookie sheet, which I should have. So when I was picking it up out of the oven, it gave way. Mm. And... Mm baked beans all over the bottom of the oven and ugh, what a mess <laughs> what, what about what my friend did he, he put the baked the can of baked beans in the uh, without opening it and put it in the thing to boil them and of course when it gets when it heats up like that at some point the, the can is going to explode because the, the and that's not good that's not a good thing you he put the whole can in there yeah oh dear oh. all right so, well we better yeah, get all right bill, bill, uh, uh, my hands are burning just thinking about it go ahead bill we're gonna make some chili chris is gonna make some chili and talk about something in her slow cooker or her pressure cooker so here we go this is a recipe for instant pot chili and this is the way that we make it. And what I'm going to do at the end of the recipe is I'm going to go into the Instant Pot app and do a real quick demonstration of how to get the pressure cooker started because the app has changed some. So anyway, here we go. Two to two and a half pounds of ground beef browned and drained. Two 16-ounce cans of chopped tomatoes with juice 
or if you want to, you can use a six ounce can of tomato paste and two cans of water, one can of Rotel tomatoes undrained, two 19 ounce cans of kidney beans drained and rinsed, two 11 ounce cans of tomato juice or you can use V8 juice if you'd rather, half a teaspoon of garlic, chopped onions to taste, um, probably about one diced, and if you wanted to, you could cook that with your ground beef when you brown it. Or you can use two tablespoons of dehydrated onion or about a half a tablespoon of onion powder, whatever you've got. One to two tablespoons of chili powder, two teaspoons of cumin. You're going to brown meat in the skillet, and you can use, you can put your onions in there if you want to. Then you're going to mix all of the ingredients and slow cook for about four hours, and it makes a four to five quarts, depending on if you use, you know, one pound or two pounds of ground beef or two and a half. Anyway, um, you. Here's what we're going to do. We're going we're going to go into the app Instant, Instant Brands. App, Instant Brands. Instant Brands. Discover. Okay, this is the screen you see when you first go in. It's called Discover. We're going to go down to the bottom of the screen tap and we're going to tap two of three. We're going to tap on My Kitchen. Then we're going to 0%. go and find. Um, the cooker you want to use, I only have one. Instant Pot Pro Plus. Instant Pot Pro Plus. Okay. Select mode button. Now you're going to find the select mode button. It's down about uh, close to the middle of the screen. I'm going to double tap on that. Select mode. Steam button. Then you're going to find whatever you want. It, it, it This all works the same way. Um, you have pressure cook button, pressure cook, saute button, saute rice button, rice slow cook button. Slow cook is what we want, so I'm going to double tap on that. Slow cook zero percent, zero percent. Then you're going to find slow cook the time button, time three hours, Just zero right minutes, there. and zero seconds button. Three hours. I'm going to change that to four, so I'm going to double tap on that where it says three hours. Time three hours three picker item. It's a Adjustable. picker item. Four twenty-five. So I'm gonna flick up. Four five twenty-five. Then I'm going to flick to the right. Min zero picker item. Sag. Uh, you can choose your hours, your minutes, and your seconds. Zero. Pick, cancel button. Confirm. I'm button. gonna go to confirm. Confirm. Start slow <clears throat> cook button. Then. If you were pressuring, you would then go to the time, temperature, hot, venting, oh, temperature, high. One more thing on the slow cook. You don't have to, you can choose high or low. Same with pressure. And you all you do is double tap on high, which is the default, and you flick up or down to low. Same with the pressure. Same with all of it, really. And I'm going to flick one more time to the right. Venting, quick. 
button. To venting, that's on quick on the uh, on the slow cooker setting, but that's because you, you know there's really no venting on the slow cooker setting. If you were on the pressure cooker setting, you would double venting. tap on quick picker item adjustable on one of one quick or whatever it says, and then you would flick up or down to. Well, actually, the the default on pressure cook is natural, and I wish I wish it was quick, but it isn't. So you always have to flick it up to quick. Then you go to cancel button confirm confirm button. again confirm. Then you start slow cook button start slow cook, and I'm going to do that right now because we have all our stuff in the pot. And if you listen real carefully, you'll probably hear the beeps. Start slow cook. Tab bar selected. My kitchen tab two of three. Well, you might have if the phone hadn't talked all the way through it. And on some of this stuff, you don't have to do this on the pressure, and you don't have to do it on slow cook. But on things like um, saute, you do have to go in and press the start button on the cooker itself. I don't know why, but you do. And that is just to the right of the dial. The, there's a dial on there on the slow cooker, a physical dial. And that's just to the right of the dial on the bottom of the screen. And that's how you make chili. It, actually, it's in the Instant Pot, but it's really in any slow cooker. Well, Chris, going to have a good pot of chili. It sounds good. Do I want to saute that bird of hers? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't think I'd do a burger in there. I don't know. No, bird. 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 Oh, yeah, the bird. Oh, sorry. Hearing aids just don't do the job. But <laughs> the bird, you know, the, the bird always goes 24-7. So, yeah, anyway. especially when they're doing a demo and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not like they can be in a studio where they can get away from that but good slow cooker and I find it kind of cumbersome it's a little it's okay but why make it so complicated just turn it on set your temperature set the level and go I know whenever I do chili once in a while you know because Kathy likes um, I guess you know where it smells up the house um, me um, whenever I make chili, I always make, I usually make it with dry beans, you know, where I soak them overnight. And then just to assure that they get done, I always pressure cook my chili. And it takes about 45 minutes. And it tastes, to me anyway, it tastes like it's cooked all day. Yeah, no, but, that is a good thing. Now, that is a good thing. Some people don't, now they don't use noodles chris and dave don't like pasta in their chili now in indiana it's a bigger thing to use pasta yeah, spaghetti chili yeah or chili spaghetti whatever which yeah, I don't elbow. Want. usually it's elbow macaroni yeah they yeah don't. chili mac <laughs> they don't you know we we don't think about that but in pennsylvania that's what they do they don't use i don't think a lot of places do now, my dad used to put uh, corn in his chili. Yeah, you just never know. Well, it looks like we're just about out of time, I think, I think, I think. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, no, we got we about, minutes. We got about four minutes to go. Yeah. Uh, don't oh. do what I did, Ed. When my grandmother you had those old-fashioned pressure cookers that on the top of the stove. Oh, you jump up and down on the floor? I used to jump up and down on the floor on the floor trying to get the pressure cooker to pop, but I never did. Well, huh. me, me and my two brothers, we grew up thinking our first name was, um, damn it. Because like, if we would do something, like if I would jump up and down just to hear the pressure cooker, my mom would go, damn it, Ed, stop it. You know, <laughs> and that's one that, that's one bad thing about the electric pressure cookers is you can't do that anymore. But my, my mom used to use one of those pressure cookers. And that's why whenever people, you know, you mention the word pressure cooker, oh, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to do that because I'm afraid it'll, you know, blow up or whatever. But the electric pressure cookers are safe you know they're not going to do that and you cannot remove the lid to it it's completely depressurized when i was uh, about five my mom and dad had a stove that had something they called a deep well cooker it was an electric stove and it was a thing that you set a pan full of boiling or full of water in down inside and then you put another pan on top so it was you know that's the way it worked but anyway it shorted out and it it um blew the pan full of boiling water up in the air luckily no one was in the kitchen when it happened but boy what a noise that made i mean it was loud is that how you can seem like that right yeah i mean yep. yeah that's what i assume i gotta tell you the drip all the stuff you told me you did did your parents kill you guys or whatever what you know you guys are crazy well that wasn't anything i did i mean that was the fault of the burner they never got that fixed either we had that stove for many years afterwards but <laughs> they always that's why you keep those soft hands jeff that's right that's right i was not really a good a good cook i mean i i always wanted to learn and i never really now of course everyone tells me that's never really too late but i'm not really a good cook i i, I call it survival cooking bill that's that uh, you're much better at it than i am but you really are no i call mine disastrous <laughs> Here's a real cool subject, I think, that maybe we ought to approach sometime, like how we discussed, like, our first, you know, our, our kitchen catastrophes. I think a neat subject sometime would be, what was the first thing that you've ever cooked or something? <laughs> I don't know, because it'd be interesting to hear. You know, Ed, I, I can remember yesterday, but not so much. Uh, French toast for me. <laughs> yeah, I think I did the same thing. That that was probably the easiest thing to make. I never had a problem with that, Tim. My first thing that that I and I got scolded, you know, by my home ec teacher. She was like, "Are you sure you want to do that?" And I said, "Yes." And the first thing that I ever baked was a quiche. Oh wow! Did it turn out the way you wanted it to? Well, let's put it this way. I was very popular, and they wanted me to make more of it. Nobody else wanted to tackle it. So I would make quiche. Even when we had the honor apartment, I would order the stuff, you know, for, and I'd make quiche. That was my first thing that I ever made. Is that old joke, real men don't eat quiche? quiche. Yeah. Well, I, well, I know where you live. Hey, it came yeah. out good, and it's 11 o'clock. Yep, it's time to go, and thanks, everyone. Thank you, panel. Thanks for all your participation. And, Jeff, if you have a copy of the show, if you may not have. I do. Okay. Do you, do you want me to put it in, in, in the uh, 
All Things Radio. I'll, yeah. put it, I'll put it right in the root of All Things Radio, okay? okay? Thank you. All right, you guys have a... Wait a minute here. Maybe I can get this fixed here. You oh, there we go. Show, I'm sorry, Ed. I was asking Jeff if he recorded the coffee club. Yeah. I do all the time. I was back. Well, I was doing it for Bill. It's weird because, you know, like yesterday when they were doing the book club, it showed up that it was being recorded. This one, however, it did not show I'm up. I'm not recording it, it that way. I'm yeah, recording it from the legend itself. Zoom. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay, right. okay. Take care, guys. <laughs> 